0: What's up, traders and investors? Nora back again with another video for you during this stock market correction. And yes, I do believe we are in a stock market correction, not a crash. I've been talking about this in my videos for the last few weeks. I do believe that the S&P 500 is holding still that line in the sand of 420. As long as we don't break that February the 24th low, I'm going to say this is a correction. I'm also going to talk about, towards the end of the video, what I've been picking up in this correction and why. I think Warren Buffett might like some of the things that I have to say, honestly. So this video, to begin with, though, I want to talk about corrections and what they are. I'm going to use an article I dug up from the B.C. Times before Corona, the year of 2019, if anyone can remember that. Back when we were still in the longest bull run in history. That is when this article from Vi- Visual Capitalist was released The Anatomy of a Market Correction, published three years ago, May the 2nd, 2019. And this goes into some really good insight into what happens and the statistics of a market correction. It's common to experience turbulence in bull markets. And how a correction is defined is a decline greater than 10% but less than 20%. Those are called market corrections. Anything getting into the 30 to 40 range, that's a crash. And I think a lot of people think that's what we're going towards for whatever reason, but, well, we'll get talking about that in just a moment. So why do they happen? Well, they can happen for any or no reason. Reason Right now, what's the reason? The reason on the media is, of course, inflation and interest rates and war with Ukraine and possibly another COVID strain, yada, yada, yada. All these great reasons that they put out on a daily basis to sell those advertisements. Mm -hmm. If you get informed by the media, it's kind of an accident. They're there to sell you fear. Why are they there to sell you fear? Well, I have my theories. I think that As a species, we grew up very fearful. If somebody said, hey, look, a cute kitten, when they saw a saber-toothed tiger in the cave and went to investigate, well, they didn't have any children. And we're the product of fearful parents. Anyway, I digress. What are the statistics of corrections? Well, the frequency is About one correction per year, or as I've been saying, every other year. We didn't get one last year in 2021. It was a straight up and to the right. It was almost certain statistically we were going to get one this year. The average length of a correction is 71.6 days. Guess what day we are today from January the 4th. We're day 70. The depth, the average correction involves a decline of about 15.6%. I believe if I find my little ruler and we look and see the correction was 14.5% on the SPY that we went through. So again, we're still within this range of what is statistically expected for a correction and the impact. Increased uncertainty. Mm. Where have you heard that? Increased volatility. Have you looked at the VIX lately? Actually, I think you should. It's been making lower lows, which means the fear is actually declining. But they will say that for another video. And increased media alarmism. Well, that's just a given, isn't it? So individual corrections can vary significantly. Well, they're always going to be different. In fact, If I were to say this to most people, it seems like they would come back to me and say, well, this time it's different, which are four of the most dangerous words in investing. It is different, but it's not different. So here's another interesting statistic. And again, this is between 1980 and 2018. So we've had a few more years of data, but five of the corrections resulted in actual bear markets. The other 31 transition relatively quickly back into bull markets. Now the last 40 years have been the most bullish in the stock market history. It's been a very good time to be an investor in the stock market. And let's just say that we added in the COVID correction into COVID crash. And now we had 32 of these corrections. Well, That's really only gonna bring us down to a slightly different statistic. About 14% of corrections were the start of a prolonged downturn, but most are just blips on the radar. So let's think about that for a second. We only have really a 14 or 15% chance if we add in the COVID correction of this move being the big one. And as I said, people are going to be critical of this and say, but this time it's different. Well, we can say that, but let's just wait and find out. We can sit around and being fearful and worried and everything, or we can be looking for opportunity. And that was just what I've been doing over the last few weeks. And I've had the privilege of telling you all about it, both here on Discord and on TradingView. Now, I was going through a little bit of research in sector rotation. We're going to talk about this because it deserves some video at some point in the future. But if I was looking at the year-to-date relative performance of different stock market sector ETFs, that's the way that we can gauge the different sectors. Of course, over the last 49 trading days since January the 4th, energy has been the big leader. No surprise to anyone. But some other couple of things have been very interesting. Consumer staples, healthcare, and utilities have also been outperforming the rest of the market. Tech, comm- uh, communication services, and consumer discretionary have been the big losers, which is to be expected within the sector rotation model. Typically, at market top, energy tends to lead, and then you have a cycle where money shifts into consumer staples, healthcare, utilities. And then finally, things start moving into financials. And so that brought me to looking at a few key financials in the XLF. And one of the key top holdings is Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's company. Now, I'm going to show you something here that is in my wheelhouse of technical analysis that I find absolutely fascinating, and I love it. And don't worry, this is not just going to be one of these, hey, look at these lines that told the future if you were good enough to read it in the past. I promised you something I'm going to be, I have been looking at and I bought, I want to show you. And it has something to do with this too. So we're looking at a chart here, a candlestick chart on trading view. I know it may not mean very much to most, looks like just colors and lines, but let's make some sense out of this chart. And it's not that difficult. We're not going to add any moving averages. We're not going to add any RSI's or anything fancy like that. Let's look at the last all-time high. Or excuse me, one of the all-time highs, May the 10th, my birthday, by the way, 2021 at 295.08. This is Berkshire uh, B, by the way. It's not the big ones. It's the ones that us regular plebs are allowed to invest in. And it pulled back. Once again, November of 21 at a little bit higher of a level right there on, it looks like it was an earnings pop. So let's call it 295. Now, you may start to notice something right around here. If you all remember, the January 24th dip we had on the stock market brought us down to that level right there. Also, If you've been watching my videos and I encourage you to go back and look at them, I only look at retracements of 50% of major trends. If we start the trend from the 1st of December back to here, we see that in this region, right here, was a buying opportunity on Berkshire Hathaway stock. Not only that, but once again, it pulled back to this 50% retracement level here for a second time. This was the 50% of that low up to here. How about that for chart magic? Okay, that's great, you may be saying, but now it's already blowing past the highs. What can I do with this? Well, the first thing you can do is learn to look for opportunities like this. And with that knowledge, or by just reading my post on the Best of Us Investors Discord or where I post them on TradingView... Coca-Cola, one of Warren Buffett's big holdings, one of his big holdings. I wonder if we can find a similar pattern in this sugar water company. Let's take a look. There was an all-time high set probably in about summertime, July 27th of 2021. There was a trend from the 1st of December to the high that we set on the 3rd of March. Wow. Wow. Coca-Cola made a new all-time high through this whole correction in the market. Hmm. Must have something to do with those consumer staples that are leading the market, huh? Well, anyway, let's say we didn't catch that. It pulled back to this level, 57.65, on March the 10th. That would have been last week. And that was posted on the Best of Us Investors Discord, and I also post it on TradingView. What's really cool is you can go back through these ideas right here and see how it plays out from there. So sugar water, great thing to buy in a pullback. This is not the only thing I'm looking at a 50% retracement level. Amazon. Amazon is another that I've been watching like a hawk, and the reason I've been watching is because I felt like I missed it. Amazon. From the low that it set on COVID, the COVID low, March 16th, 2020, up to the all-time high, that level was twenty six ninety one sixty six, dollars or let's call it $2,700 a share. On March the 8th, two days before they announced the split, it pegged that level and flew off of it. Before they announced the split, it hit a technical level. Now, I was able to be patient and capture a little second 50% in here, 2830, and that was from yesterday. Now, I can only make these videos and get them out to you once a week. I'm not really, I don't want you to miss these things. So be sure that you are following on the Discord or TradingView slash UNOROC, where I post these in real time when they come up. I just want to share this, which I think is truth about markets. I think there's tons of BS out there in the media trying to get you afraid to sell you their facial creams or whatever is the commercial, not educating you on useful ways to find opportunities. If you listen to the media, we're about to have World War III. Well, let's just say that we don't. If there is going to be a potential nuclear war, well, you should probably buy stocks. Because if there is a war, you won't need the money anyway. But if there isn't, you might make some money. So, I encourage you all to trade wisely, Look forward to seeing you in the next video.